happy Thursday. Hope everyone's doing good and blessed today. Um, today's topic that we will be talking about is identifying your gifts and talents. Um, last week we were just talking about um, what a gift is or what a talent is, but we're going to be identifying them at this moment. So today, like I said, we'll be talking about identifying our talents, identifying our gifts, identifying our talents. Um, I'm going to use about the first maybe five minutes to just um, give us a little word, if possible. Um, if you can open to Romans 12 verses 1 to 8. Um, I'm going to break it down from 1 to 2 and then 3 to 8. But Romans 12. Okay, I'm just opening that as well. Okay, so um, I'm reading the New International Version. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the views of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what, God is, what God's will is, um, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So um, what I got from that is that um, if you feel like you haven't identified um, your talents or your gifts, I believe that being in God's presence, fully worshipping him, serving him, even in your, your lack of knowledge and your unknowingness um, will help you expose what um, your talents are. Um, I know a lot of us start off maybe in school, in secondary school, primary school, or even in college, university, when you're just, let me say when you're building your, when you're starting your new Christian life and we don't know what our calling is with God, we don't know what path God wants us to go in. I believe that for you to identify your talents, you need to be in his presence. You need to be under his worship. You need to focus on his word, focus on his will. And I believe that through that, God will, God will reveal things to you. Um, I'm going to continue through with um, verses 3 to um, verses 8. Um, so it's still Romans 12, verse 3 to verse 8. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought but rather think with, so, um, with sober judgment in accordance with um, the faith that God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body um, with, with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift is, prophecy, is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with faith. If it is service, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Now, um, what I got from this is that there's, first of all, many gifts um, that we all have as individuals. Um, I feel like through this, we understand that there's number one, different gifts. And it talks about different parts. Though there's many parts of the body, um, we all form the whole. We all form um, the one body. And um, we need to understand that. Though we may see different gifts as um, bigger, than, um, bigger than our own or bigger than what we have, we need to understand that we all still play a part. 
if we may not have the gift of prophecy, but we have the gift of service, we need to understand that that still plays a part. Um, now, I want to throw this question out to the floor, if possible. Um, first of all, does everyone feel like they know their gift? If you can unmute yourselves. Um, Anne, do you feel like you know what your gift is? Hello? Anne, if you can hear me. Hello, yes, I'm here, sorry. Um, in terms of my gifts, um, I have things, let's just say by God's grace, I'm okay at, I'm good at, maybe I'm good at singing, but I'm not really sure whether <laughs> I can sing, but I only sing in, in choir and stuff like that. Um, um, what, other, what other things did I say? Um, I've not really thought about this, that's the thing. <laughs> Okay. It's not something that I've actively thought about. And actually being in this meeting is making me having make, making me have to think about it. So what are my gifts and actually how can I use them? Okay. But yeah. All right. We appreciate it. that. Thank you. Um for you, Sola, do you feel like you know what your gift is? And if so, what do you think it is? I think I still need to find it. But partly I think it's singing. Okay. But I think I have more to give. I like that. Okay. And how do you think you're you're planning to go about finding those gifts? Well, first I need to pray about it. And yeah, I have the word of the Lord. And so you can direct me to where I'm supposed to be and how to make it fruitful. Okay. Thank you. Um We've got Brother Lumide. Do you feel like you know what your gift is or gifts Why me? are? Why Pardon? me? Why you? Well, we're going around. You just, you just happen to be next. I've gotten to me that quickly. Ah, it's you. Okay. Um, well, I think I, I would say I have been able to identify my gifts as a creative person okay yeah and um i know i can sing okay um yeah i think the part i'm trying to wrap my head around is creativity that's one thing i've not been able to really spend a lot of time on <clears throat> of course outside I want to believe that what we are talking about is outside the giftings of the spirit, prophecy and everything, we are trying to identify those, those physical gifts, those gifts yep. that, that then portrays these other gifts of the spirit, the frontliners, because first we have the flesh, then the spirit. Yep. So we are talking about those ones that everybody will see outrightly and be able to identify with. And then, through your usage of those physical gifts, so to say, mm -hmm. you know, the spiritual ones have been expressed. So basically, like I said, I was able to identify my talent with singing, even though I feel like I'm, I'm not the very best at it. Okay. I've been able to identify that and also my, my creative thinking ability. I've been able to also identify that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for that contribution. Um, Ni. 
do you think you've identified your gifts and what do you think they are? I think I'm still on the path to identifying some of my gifts. Okay. There are some things that I feel like, okay, if you are going by the definition of things that you find easy to do, mm -hmm. you know, like we defined what your talent could be last mm -hmm. week or last time we met, mm, there are some things that I feel like I'm good at. Okay. One is that I think, I think that I'm good at explaining things to people. So I feel like I have this in, or that innate talent, so to say, or gift to teach. I know how to explain things. Okay. I can pick a stone and try and explain to you why a stone is a stone. And I will go back and forth on that until you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And in doing that, I try to simplify things. Sometimes people say I oversimplify, but yeah. I try to simplify things, give you examples or illustrations that um, that can connect with you the most, mm -hmm. and then you'll be able to grab what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I can say I'm gifted in that way. The other thing which I'm, I find hard to define, I don't want to exactly call it the administrative gift, which is also a gift of the spirit, that actually. That is a gift, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I feel like if I meet a person and I have five to 10 minutes true conversation with you, I can tell what you can and cannot do. Yeah, okay. which invariably then means that other times when I have conversations with people and then you are looking for someone to do A or B or C, I can easily just tell you who can do that. Okay. Because I've had conversations with people and Delegating. then I know that, okay, if you are trying to achieve this, this is the best person to talk to if you are trying to achieve that. That's delegation, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, great. okay, thank you for mm. helping me define that. <laughs> I have the gift of delegation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good talent. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I'm going to ask some of the other people in the house. Um, we'll ask Tenny. I'm not sure if I've asked, I haven't asked you already. No. Yeah. So, do you have any gifts? And if you do, or have you identified any gifts? Well. And if you have, what are they? Um, I think, I think I could um, sing. Okay. I also give, um, I find that I'm very good at helping people, listening okay. and advising. Okay. I think I really do that kind of quite well, but I don't know if that's really a talent. But it I'm is. Trying. It is. Ah, okay. So I find I could sing, well, kind of, and I could help <laughs> um, listening and advising people. Also, I, um, I don't know how to say this, but I think I kind of am a problem solver somehow. Problem solver. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Many more I know I can do, but I don't know what they are, of course. I'm okay. just trying to still find what I am, my talents are. Okay, thank you for that. And Rhoda? Same question. Um, <clears throat> have, I have I identified my gifts? Yes. Um, I think my gift or my talent is creative. Creativity, like um, Brofemi. Okay. In terms of with my words, so like spoken words, poetry, mm -hmm. um, photography, and um, acting. Um, I did. I mean, I knew I had it. I just didn't know that it was that was my thing. I thought it was just something I was doing, you know. So I kind of pushed it to the side until like later. I was like, no, mm -hmm. this is your thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 All right. Um. I would say, I'll ask questions to myself as well and be involved. Um, yes, I feel like I've identified some of my gifts. I don't believe I've identified all of them. Um, and some of my gifts are, um, I am a chorister, but um, 
I don't, I, maybe my gift is worship. I'm not sure if that's the right thing, but um, um, I believe that God has given me a gift to, you know, share um, through worship as well. So that's one. Um, administrative as a gift. I believe that um, I'm quite organized person, even though I don't like to communicate, but I'm organized. <laughs> um, so I believe that God has used me in that area as well. Um, and I think I was discussing with my husband this morning, and we we're talking about um, part of your character, part of your characteristics being part of your gifts. And I know that I'm a very jovial person, and I'm a very happy person, I'm a very jolly person. But I used to wonder how can I bring that into the um, the kingdom of God, and understanding that making a place a home for people, making somewhere for like a community is also a gift. It's how you draw people in. It's actually part of evangelism as well. So I believe that evangelism is partially part of my gift as well so yes um i brought that up and um i kind of wanted us to touch on um how do you feel like um we reached that point to where we discovered our gifts um obviously i know there's some people if, if it's um teaching or something you may have maybe your parents encourage you from when you were young that you should be you know you should learn how to speak boldly learn how to go outside and talk with you know with your chest when you are talking to people. So I want to um, ask maybe just a few people about how they discovered their gifts. So I'm going to ask Brother Nee, obviously you spoke about teaching as part of it. So Brother Nee, how do you feel like you discovered your gift? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Again, I'll go back to the definition that Bro Lumide gave us about talent, which is something that you find easy to do. Mm. For me, I find it easy to engage with people, to engage people. And sometimes, not every time that people always agree with me or even like it about me. So it's obvious. I mean, most people know that I argue a lot. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> argument, not argument in terms of always wanting to oppose people. So one thing that I know for myself is that I learn better listening to people than actually reading. Yeah. It, it sticks with me more. Mm -hmm. And not that when I get an information from a person, I just take it as it is. I go do my own fact checks and all of that, and then it sticks with me. But to be able to do that, it also means that I have to talk back to people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't be quiet and listen to everybody talking. There will be things that I have to question. Mm -hmm. To be able to do that, I have to talk. So not exactly that my parents put me to be bold. I mean, to be honest, I'm actually a very shy person. Like, extremely shy person. Really? Yes. Okay. I am an extremely shy person. But then, when I need to talk, I kind of summon the courage to do, you know, to talk. To be able to define or pinpoint exactly how I discovered it, I don't know. I just feel like it's something that I started to do and then, you know. But what encouraged me to go further was during my NYSC. So there's this compulsory you know, paramilitary training that you do after graduating in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And then I was asked to go and teach in a secondary school. And on getting to the secondary school, first I didn't even want to teach. I didn't like it. Okay. But when I got there, I found that you know, some students there, you will know that they are intelligent, but they couldn't speak English well. Mm. Right? They would rather speak Yoruba. So I took it upon myself to teach them in English, started with dictation, because you'll find that people were almost finishing high school. We actually been written thing, notes for on the chalkboard, and I didn't like that. So I went to the vice principal and I said, I wasn't going to do this. I'm going to try as much as to dictate mm. when they can't pick it up, 
when I pick up words, I will write that on the chalkboard. I will explain a little in Yoruba so that they can relate and then bring it back to English. And then I found that that was very fruitful. My students were doing excellently well. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, okay, this is something that I actually do like. How, how about I do this more often? Mm -hmm. So I started talking again in CDS. And to the glory of God, I, I, I was awarded some awards that I wouldn't even mention. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got some awards, uh, which, which was fantastic. Okay. And then again, I came into the UK for my master's. After that, I just felt, okay, how about a PhD? And during the PhD, I started to teach. How about a PhD? And I still found it very interesting. So I think there are two things here. One, something that you find easy to do. Mm. And two, something that you find interesting. Because mm. I actually find it interesting okay. to teach. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that testimonial. Um, I will ask Rhoda as well. <laughs> um, how do you think you discovered your gift? How do you feel like you reached that point where you identified your gift? Um, so I'm going to break it down to spoken word and photography. So we spoken word. It was something I was doing naturally. But at that moment in time, I didn't know it was a talent because I was writing because of how I was feeling. But I noticed that it was natural. I didn't have to think about the words and everything. And when I say it, people can connect. So I think it was like later on, um, back in like college, I said to do it even more. Then I was trying to add visuals to it. And I was like, okay, this is something I do naturally and I love to do. And, and everyone's like, Rhoda, how are you so natural with it? You know, just in that considering that I, English is, I struggle with English, but you're able to communicate in spoken words. In terms of photography, um, back in college, um, I just started taking pictures. I love to do it. And then, you know, in church, when all the ladies, all the aunties are like, oh, come on, take a picture of me. And I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh, can you pose this way? Can you? I just enjoyed it. Like, seeing their smile on your face, I was like, okay, is this something, that, is this my gift or something that I like mm. to do? But one thing I want to drive home is serving. So, obviously, um, back in the day, like, church photography was, was not something that we do in, in church, you know, social media and everything. And then when I came to uni, my campus fellowship, um, they made me the comment and I said to them, okay, one of the reasons I want to join is because I want to add something to you guys. I want to start social media page for you guys. So we're going to start taking pictures. So when I started doing it, and it was so natural, I did not know that that was my talent until I started using it for God. So I want to drive home the fact that, you know, if you know you like something and this is something you're doing, even if you're not perfect at it, if you start to, the one way to know if, one way to kind of establish your talent is by serving. Yeah. So that was what I started doing basically. I started serving in my campus fellowship, you know, their, their social media page, the editing. And I love editing to the point that I wouldn't do my essay. Even to this day, like I've had to pull myself on time out now that okay, I can't edit. I'm not allowed to go on Photoshop until I finish my work. And that was when I realized, okay, yeah, this is something that, you know, I wish I, I realized earlier so then I don't have to study law, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you so much for that. Um, I'll ask someone that is not here. Um, Dami, welcome to the group. I'm not sure if you're able to talk, if you're at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm okay. all right to talk. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, not too bad. And yours? Great. Thank God. Um, I'm a new auntie. You weren't here when we first started, but we're talking about um, identifying your gifts and your talents. I'm going to oh, okay. ask you the question quickly. Um, number one, do you feel like you've identified your gifts? If so, what are they and how did you get um, to the point of realizing? 
really, to be fair. I think I think I, I still have a little bit more that I need to discover, you know. Okay. But I think basically around me, I think I'm just this very jovial person and you know, I just want to try as much as possible to make everyone, you know, lively and all that. Mm-hmm. Um it's been it's been my thing, right? It's it's a family thing, let me put it that way. Because you know, we all have this timeout in my in my house back in back in the kitty, you know. We all have this time out, like dad, mom, everybody just come out and then, you know, we just make each other laugh and all that. Mm. So I think I picked it up from there. Uh, which other talent do I have? I don't think I... Uh, I think that's the only one I've really discovered, like, you know. Okay. Uh, probably I can say just talking to people, basically. It's just my thing. Mm. Yeah. I think that's all. I was talking about that earlier that I feel like that's part of my talents as well. You know, that's part of evangelism. If you're able to speak to someone and get, you know, change their mood and, you know, invite them in and get them to speak and get them to open up, that is a, it's a big gift. It's not it's something that not everybody can do. So I think yeah, it's something, that, it's something yeah, amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'll second that. I'll second that. Yeah. Thank you for that. All right, so I want um, everyone to point out, it's part of what Rhoda said as well. Natural gifts are talents that are usually vehicles through which your spiritual gifts can be used. So something that you're naturally good at, whether you're good at hair, whether you're good at photography, whether you're good at um, talking to people or delegating duties and jobs, I think we need to understand that even though those can be natural gifts or something that we're usually comfortable with or something that... um, we feel that comes easy to us. We need to understand that that's, it's, it's, a driving, it's a driving point of which the spiritual gifts you know, are revealed or spiritual gifts are shown. Um, so um, I feel like we need to do more. So everyone, everyone in the group, if you're here, please, um, any natural gift that you feel like you have, that you feel like it's not necessarily, quote unquote, a Christian gift or quote unquote, something that you can use in church, you can still use that gift to, um, as a vehicle through which your spiritual gift can be shown. So if you do something for God, like we said before about service, as long as you're doing and you're serving God diligently, your gift can always bring out the spiritual, um, the spirituality of it. It can also bring out the gifts of spirit through it. Um, so what was I going to say? So I was going to say, um, do you think spiritual gifts come ready to use? So all these gifts that we're talking about, do you think that God just drops them to us and we're excellent at it straight away? Do we feel like um, you ju- you're born talented, you're born, like God just puts in your heart, okay, you know, today you're going to be a singer, or you, when you are born, you're going to be a teacher, or you, you know, you're going to be an actress. Do you feel like gifts come ready to use? Um, I'll ask, pardon? There's a question in chat. Um, I'll just ask this question first before I... I answered the question. Um, Sister Tenny, I'll ask you, do you feel like spiritual gifts come ready to use? Uh, no. Even if they come, they're like, you find them, you find out that you love doing them or you find out that you're quite comfortable at doing it. I'll use myself for an example. Like, um, singing, when I'm in my house, yeah, I can sing normally. I'll just sing, I'll just sing because I'm alone. I can be free. But like when it got to when I got to church and I started having like they said you have to sing you have to lead worship and all that I realized uh uh 
Mm-mm, I was so shy. <laughs> <laughs> I I really would beg the person, like, I don't want to do it. They're like, you don't have a choice. So I realized that I have to work on, I have to work on it. And yeah. also what I thought I would sing in my house and I would think it's so excellent might not actually come out as what I thought it was <laughs> in public because I can be singing so low, but in my house, because I'm alone, I think it's, oh, I'm, I'm really clear. Everyone can hear me, mm-hmm. but here it's not what it is. So you have to, develop it you even if it's a talent and it comes ready to use to you if you just leave it as it is and you don't try to um work more on it it might not really end up being used as much as the lord would really want you to use it so, yeah. thank you so much for that um i'll ask brother Olumide the same question and then you can ask your question once you've answered mine so do you feel like spiritual gifts come ready to use Can can we hear me? Not very clearly. Um, how about now? You can hear you. It's just a bit muffled. Can we hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. We can hear you. Can we hear me now? Perfect. Yes, it's great now. All right. <clears throat> so um my answer is no they don't yeah because from how you asked it is you said do they come ready to use they are there they are inbuilt but you need to first discover it you need to first know that they are there and then there is a place of sharpening it up continuous usage of these gifts it is just like when you first communicate with God. I don't know how many of us has been able to say, okay, yes, I think God, I think this is God. We've had that impression so strongly. It's just like, let me not even go as far as God. It's just like recognizing your dad's voice or your mom's voice. Yeah? When you hear your mom and your dad's voice every other day, if you are sleeping, if you are anywhere in the midst of the crowd, when you hear your dad or your mom's voice, you will know that's your, your mom or your dad. That is how it is with the gift as well. You don't know what other thing you can actually do with those gifts until you try to use them. Typical example is the, is the, is the ones we see from the science fiction movies, Flash, Superman, and the likes. I mean, Clark Kent didn't know he could fly. He didn't know he was strong. Until one day, these things just started showing itself. So they don't, they are there, they are inbuilt, but you need to first discover them. He didn't know he could fly. I mean, sorry that I'm going DC on us right now, but I watched um, Small View from season one to seven. Superman did not fly until the last episode. And I was wondering. What, what is going on here? So he had the ability to fly, but he just didn't, he just wasn't able to tap into his ability to fly. So as much as we have them inbuilt, there is still that place where we need to discover it and then train it, kill it up. You know, what, as in mastery, we need to gain mastery of those gifts. It is where we have gained mastery of, you know, 
these are gifts that they will come regularly to use. When they say something will come in handy, it means you've mastered it, you've you have become very good at it, such that when you need it, you can just easily pick it up. But imagine Superman knowing that he can fly, but he did not practice how to fly. Mm. And then suddenly he needed to go and save somebody. And then he, that's when he's now trying to fly, when he has not even practiced flying. I mean, that's like the best um, illustration I can give spiritual gifts being easily available or ready to use. I can't remember how exactly you phrased it. But yes, the gift is there. It's, it's inbuilt, but we need to work on it. That's why the scripture says, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It means you have done all you needed to do. It's just another example is when you prepare for an exam. I mean, the exam is 300 pages. You read from page one to 300. You know every line, you know every, I mean, you'd be like, what would they possibly want to ask from this exam? You get me? So that is that is how I see spiritual gifts. They are there, but we have to know that they are there and we have to use it continuously. Thank if you. I may also add, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, um, yeah, go ahead. You know, when they say the Holy Spirit speaks to us, if the first time when, when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we listen to him, and we do what he says, he'll be very excited the next time he wants to speak to us again. But if the first time when he spoke to us, we neglected it, he would try reluctantly to speak to us the second time. And if the second time we shut him off, third time he tries, you would notice that at some point he would stop giving us a nudge. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come up with this. I've heard lot, lots of pastors say this, lots of disciples say this, that when we resist the Holy Spirit, when we don't hack into his voice, he becomes passive in us. Mm. But when we continuously, you know, obey what he tells us to do, he's active every split second. I've had people say, the Holy Spirit told me to wear these clothes. I mean, as, as tiny, as little as the detail can be, the Holy Spirit can manifest himself. It is, it is, it is on us, it is up to us to, let him do it, obey him, discover him, and then consistently let him work with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for that contribution. Um, I think he answered it rightly. Um, um, I'm not sure if you still have the question or is that the contribution you wanted to share before? No, no, my question is, um, I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to just make it as contemporary as possible yeah okay of course when we are talking of talents and gifts we want to take a cue from these guys out there the the the, the musicians the footballers the dancers i mean these guys that we watch on youtube and will be like this guy's this guy's good this guy's crazy this the artist the you know we want to look at all these fears. And I feel like these are all the things that when brought into God's kingdom, when used for God, we appreciate them a lot. Of course, we've seen churches where they have loads of talented youths that are, that are helping them with the media. I mean, creativity these days has gone, it has, it has gone to media it has come it has i don't know how to explain myself it has now been centered around media 
our ability to be able to talk, the usage of words, the ability to be able to have a very good right talk, the ability to be able to appease people from what you if that's what you project to something that impresses them from what they see, the ability for you to be able to impress them from what they hear, either music or spoken word or actual teaching, you know, all these things are what we are looking at. And I don't want us to um, only try to, um, to, to say in the church, yeah? I'm talking about what we can also do among our peers. What do our peers recognize us for? That is in college, in uni. We are not talking of church now. Of course, when you're in church, God gave you the gift. You have to return it back to him. Yeah? But I'm talking about what are those things that all your mates know that you can do? Because this, this is the way that you'll be able to win them over. What are those things that they see that you're exceptionally good at? What are those things you, you wish you could do? You know you can do them, but you have not been able to give yourself completely to doing them. So I, I would really like for us to talk about, about this. So we have one person that's ready to answer a question, Sister Rhoda. So if I'm going to answer Brofemi's question, uh, me personally, I'm, even though I'm shy, I'm really, when it comes to like socials, like organizing games nights and hosting events, you know, that's something that's common among uni people. That's my field, like everyone knows that that's my field, you know. <laughs> so um, to answer your um, Brofemi's question, my talent in that aspect is um host i've forgotten the actual name event planner that's the thing when it comes to like so socials event planners freshest event uh motive that's the word i'm i'm the queen of motive obviously because of COVID, we had to like touch it down but when it comes to motive organizing that's my that's my speciality thank you so much sister um brother femi i'm not sure if she answered you did she answer your question? Okay. I think he might have tapped out. All right, that's fine. Um, I wanted us to take a few minutes. So um, what I was going to say is that, yeah, okay, so the question I asked initially was, do we um, think our spiritual gifts are ready to use? Um, like everyone else answered, is a yes and no answer. Um, yes, we do have talents that God has already given us. Um, I believe that God knew us from when we were in the when we were when we were in the womb, or before we were in the womb. So He knew what we what we were, what we had, the gifts that we already um, He already allocated to us. Um, but I feel like, like everyone has said, we need to fine tune them. We need to to multiply them. We need to know how to use them to the best capacity. Um, we need to also the um, the story of the talents. It was a good example. God gave someone five gifts. God gave someone two gifts, and they went out to multiply them. The person that God gave one gift to, that the person that did not use it, God removed that gift from them. God took it away. So I feel like we need to make sure that what we do is that what God has given us, we need to use it in His kingdom. We need to use it. We need to multiply. We need to make sure that we we use it for His glory. We need to make sure that we we attend to it. We feed it. We make it to, we make it grow. It's like a seed that God has given us. We can't just leave it there and expect it to grow and flourish. We need to water it and make sure that it sees sunlight. So that was one word. Um, God does not expect us um, to take what he has given to us and do nothing with it, but we need to return it, um, nourish it and 
develop it. So that was one of our words. Um, I don't know if everyone, anyone else has a contribution to give. So I want us to pray about a few things. Anyone else has a contribution? Nope. That's fine. Um, I'll just sing a song quickly and then we'll have a few prayer points before we round up. So there's a song that sings, Once you have spoken twice, I have heard the power belongs to our God. So the song, it really talks about hearing God's voice and hearing God's word and understanding it and and using it to, to act on. So once he has spoken twice, we have heard. God doesn't need to repeat something to us before we hear it. So if he has given us a job to do on this earth while we're here, we need to make sure that we go out of our way and use everything we have to fulfill it in this world. So it's, once you have spoken, twice I have heard. The power belongs to our God. Once you have spoken, twice I have heard. The power belongs to our God. Once you have spoken, twice I have heard. The power belongs to our God. Once you have spoken, twice I have heard. The power belongs to our God. If we can all take a moment and just thank God for the gifts that he has given us. We are grateful to God because... We know that it's not everyone that is in everyone it's not everyone that's in his presence that understands the gifts that he's given us, but we are here, we understand, we are knowing of his word that we just want to thank God. The Lord, we thank you for the gifts that we have. We thank you, Lord, for the gifts that we have that you've revealed to us. We thank you, Lord, for the gifts that we know of. We thank you, Lord, for the gifts that we have started to to use in your kingdom, oh God. We just want to glorify your name for them. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, that, that they are to bring glory to your kingdom. We thank you, O oh God, that you are using us as vessels. If you just take a minute to pray. In Jesus' mightiest name we have prayed. And we're going to pray also that the Lord reveals his purpose, that he reveals his talents, he reveals the gifts that he has for us, that the gifts that we have not yet seen, that we've not yet understood, that we have not yet identified, that the Lord shall reveal them to us. So let's pray about that, please. Amen. Um, I'll just get by the need to round off if possible, if no one else has any contributions. Sorry, what did I miss? Why is it I, called? Um, initially, I asked if the question was answered. Yeah, I think I think it was to an extent. Okay. Um, we just had a few <laughs> we just had a few prayer points that we um shared. We thanked God for um the gifts that we have um identified and received, and we pray that the Lord revealed well reveals to us the gifts that we are yet to identify. So those were the prayer points, and Brother Nee is just about to round us off. Okay, I just wanted to um 
five one day <laughs> okay just just a quick one there is this scripture that says the gift of a man makes room for him i think it's kind of um good that we are talking about talents and giftings the gift of joseph made room for him the gift of daniel made room for him the gift of shadrach meshach and abednego made room for them jesus's gifts made room for him judas is um what's his name john the baptist his, his gift made room for him samson his gift made room for him samuel his gift made room for him david his gift made room for him for everyone with gifts there will be lots of oppositions just as we can see in the life of everybody that i've mentioned jesus was strongly opposed john the baptist was joseph was daniel was everybody that i've mentioned they were strongly opposed and i think it's essential as youths for us to take us our gift seriously for us that have been able to identify them and to know that there will definitely be a position but god has given us everything that we need to fulfill our gifts to realize our gifts with the opposition comes breakthrough because in the life of joseph david somewhere everybody that faced opposition the moment they were able to overcome that opposition they graduated to the next level of using their gifts. I mean, it was the opposition that drove Joseph up to the point of becoming a prime minister. The opposition drove Daniel to becoming 10 times better, the most recognized chief um, advisor for the king. Same applies to David, same applies to Samson, same applies to all of them that I've mentioned. So our gifts are very important. We need to discover them. I feel like we still need more time to talk about giftings but i feel like we've just touched on it we've just touched on the surface we need to we need to begin to see members of shakers exhibit their gifts i want to go on youtube or tiktok or something online and see that somebody amongst us did this as a result of discovering their gifts and using it so we need to i want us to pray to god to help us discover our gifts I want us to have, I think one very, very common word that we used this night was, I'm shy. God did not give us that spirit of being shy. I would liken it to being fearful. It's not being fearful, but they are, they, are, they are interwoven in a way. The Bible says he has given us the spirit of, he has not given us the spirit of fear, of power and of love and of a sound mind. Yeah, I used to be, in quotes, shy. But after that scripture, everything I do, I do it afraid. I, I, don't, I don't care if I've never done it before or I don't care what the opposition is, yeah? I just tell myself, do it afraid. Once you do it scared the first time, you discover that you did not die doing it scared. The next time you feel like, I mean, the last time I tried it, I didn't die. It builds your confidence. So these are ways for us to step into our gifts. Somehow I feel like some of us have discovered our gifts, but we are afraid, not even shy, because I don't think any of us are shy. We are just afraid of 
what people will say, what people's reaction would be, what if it doesn't turn out well, if I make a mistake, we need to we need to get rid of all those excuses that we give ourselves for actually stepping into using our gifts. Do it afraid, do it scared. You will discover that nothing is going to happen to you. Worst case scenario, somebody, and you know the funny thing is, people don't end up reacting the way we expect that they will react. We think that, oh, they are going to make jest of me or they are going to talk down at me or whatever it is. But it turns out that people encourage you and you even feel more, you know, inclined to repeating that thing that you repeated. So let's let's carry this mindset. And I would really like us to, if time will permit us, still touch on these giftings and talents. Because that is where a lot of things lie for us. That is where a lot of things lie for, our, for us as, as youths. Sorry. This is where, when the Bible says the glory of the youth is in their strength, the gifts of a youth is in his strength. And we need to start using it effectively, not being afraid of anything, societal pressure, peer pressure, social media pressure, Instagram pressure, how people upload the fake things on Instagram, not being afraid of it, not, not being afraid of how quality it is. If you look at very, very big ministries now, if they begin to tell you how they started, you'll be like, ah, uh-uh. you know, when they go back to when they started, they started as if they had no vision. Well, because they took that step and they continued to refine it, they were criticized by people, you know, they kept on improving it. Criticism makes us better because when we listen to criticism, we'll polish it. If we are strong, if we are not going to give up, when we listen to people criticize us, it makes us actually stronger. What doesn't kill you? makes you stronger. Thank you. What else do I have to do now? <laughs> I mean, it's done a fantastic you know, job trying to summarize those things that we need to focus on. And I think one of the things that I could pick from what he was saying, which I was actually thinking in my head myself, is that at some point, we also need to talk about those factors that limit the usage of our talents. Okay? And I think a big one there is fear. Right? Like he was exemplifying, he was telling us that uh, we usually, and I think the biggest fear we have is what people think of us. Yeah. Like, what would people say? I remember when I was in primary school, uh, there was this movie we were going to recreate, you know, when we were in primary school, and um, I was supposed to just be a bypass. But the guy that was supposed to be, I think the movie is called, it's a Mount Zion movie, it's called, um, the, um, hey, what's it called again? Is it The Girls Are Dead? No. Uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember the title anymore, but there was a chief priest, it was called Wigoroya at the time. And the guy that was supposed to take that role was just scared. It was obvious. I had seen the movie like a thousand and one times. So when he was making mistakes, I kept telling him what to do. And then the teacher was like, okay, do you want to take this role? I said, okay, let me try. More or less, I auditioned. And they said, okay, go and do it. On the day I got on stage, I just ran back inside. <laughs> like, eh? Because they were parents. I mean, this was a school. It was one of the best schools in the state at the time. We had over 1,000 students in my primary school. And then their parents and family. It's a very big school. You ask anybody of St. Joseph, it's a Catholic school, so you would imagine. There were so many persons, so I ran back inside, and then I remember my teacher telling me, listen, when you go back there, 
do not look into people's faces you see as many as they are just look at them from their forehead up you can only see their forehead and their heads do not look in their faces at all so i tried that and for some reason i was able to act but if you go back to that school now i mean it's been how many years almost 20 years if you go back there now a lot of my teachers who are still there do not even know me as near sure but if you tell them chief priest say I, I remember <laughs> you, you know for for that one time and i feel like i still do that even till now so sometimes when i get on stages or i have to present at a conference and i feel like okay there was this conference that i went to two years ago i thought it was going to be a normal early career conference but i got there and half of the room were professors professors in my field this was me i was just starting my phd <laughs> i knew next to nothing I felt like, okay, everything I say here, these people already know. If I, if I try to fabricate any lie, they will know. <laughs> like, okay, this is serious. But then again, I started to look at them from their foreheads up. Like, okay, I don't care. I don't care what your reaction is. Whether you agree with me or not, I don't care. I'm going to say what it is that I know. And then when you ask questions of me, I will answer the best way I can. And, you know, you'll be shocked that at the end of the day, I delivered fantastically well, and these guys were quite impressed. And I was like, eh, okay, if I can do this this one time, maybe I can do it again. So I started applying for conferences, and I started presenting at conferences, irrespective of who was there. I don't care. If you are an emeritus professor, you know what you know, and I know what I know. And I feel like that's the kind of spirit that we should also have. If you have a talent, if you can dance, for instance, you don't care if Michael Jackson comes back to life and is seated. Me, I can do this dance the best way I can. And I'm going to do that. And then if for any reason people can pinpoint what your mistakes are, don't be angry, don't be sad, don't be disappointed. Pick them up, refine them, make yourself better. Okay? And what you will find is that you will perform better than those people who either criticized you or actually gave you, you know, useful advice as to how to refine your talent. All in all, I think, one, we need to talk about those factors that limit the use of our time. It's also about the opportunity, the friendly environment. And that's one of the things that Shakers and the Church of God in general is about. I mean, this is, it, it's a fantastic platform where you are allowed to showcase your talent. And as youths, I've said this over and over again, I I'm also guilty. I don't think I'm a youthful youth enough. I feel like at this time we are youths this is the time to make mistakes if you are going to make mistakes just make the right mistakes okay so you're a dancer go on stage and dance roughly you you didn't get it right no problems nobody will criticize you or oh, we will know that okay this person knows that you can dance you're just not getting the dance right and this is the platform where we are able to give you that friendly advice and not criticize you Okay, so nobody will say, don't you ever dance here again. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Or anybody will say, don't you ever sing here again. No. We are going to say, okay, obviously you can't sing, but there are things you need to work on. Okay? And that way we are able to build each other up. Okay? That's why we have this community. That's why we have this platform. It's a friendly environment for us to build each other up. And that's, that's the whole essence of the kind of relationship we are trying to form around here. So I think, like Broly Mide said, we still need to spend more time to talk about gifting in general, but we have to break it down, factors that aid the use, factors that limit them, 
and you know we have to talk about it and then we need to have a practical day then we then showcase our talent it doesn't have to be in church we might have a day of our own if you're a photographer please bring in your best photographs come and display it if you know you can paint paint it as the teacher that i am i will come there and i will come with a topic everybody will listen to me i will teach you something and you yeah exactly so you know if you are jovial come and make us laugh either as a stand-up comedian or you are just throwing it in the hair and you know people are just laughing it's, it's it's just good to showcase so we can even call it a showcase come there that day and come and try whatever it is that you know how to do and we'll be able to build each other up um i think that that, that will be all for me for now and um, so i think if you are if you can just say the closing prayer in, in a minute our lord and our god we thank you we glorify your name for this wonderful meeting we thank you for the grace and the ability you have given unto us to even learn how to utilize how to identify and utilize our gifts we thank we thank you because we have been able to identify some of our gifts we have also identified our lapses in terms of identification Father, we thank you because exposing these limits in themselves or limitations in themselves is, is a progress. And Father, we say, be thou exalted for this in the name of Jesus. Our Lord and our God, we pray that as we go tonight, the, the, the lessons that we have learned will go with us and we will be able to develop and refine them to achieve the purpose for which we were created in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord. That we pray for our teacher, or for the person who have anchored today, that you will continue to bless her. You will continue to be with her. You will continue to increase her strength. You will continue to grant her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, as well as every other member of Shakers here present or those that are in absentia. We pray, Father, that you will meet each and every one of us at our points of needs in the name of Jesus, and that at the end of our lives, we will not have lived a purposeless life, but would have lived to achieve the purpose for which you, Lord, have created us in Jesus' name. Thank you, righteous Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.